What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. I've been pretty MIA here the past few weeks, as most people know by now. I went to Greece for a couple weeks with my wife, and we uh, went alongside with a bunch of our friends, went to a, an incredible wedding, stayed at a few different islands, went to Athens. It was, trip was too much, honestly. I I had didn't know what to expect going there, but uh, the cliche thing that you'll hear a lot of people say is like they fall in love with Greece, you know, and uh, I can confirm like that place is fucking incredible over there. And we had a really good time, but it again, feels good to just be back into the normal swing of things, trying to get back into somewhat of my normal routine. And this last trip I've am using is somewhat like inspiration for the podcast that we are recording today. And uh, it's this idea of detoxing. Now, I got to preface this by saying we are not talking about anything nutrition related when I bring up the word detox or cleanse. I'm not talking about a, um, you know, a, a juice cleanse. I'm not talking about a liver detox or a kidney detox or a, uh, a digestive system detox or any type of detox that you can think of or that you've seen as an ad on your Instagram feed or on social media. There's a ton of them out there, but we are not going to be talking about those types of detoxes. Uh, like people are promoting out there. And if anybody is telling you that you need to do a detox or a parasite cleanse or whatever else is fucking being advertised these days, unfollow those people and just look the other way because chances are they're selling you a load of shit. What detox I am talking about is a social media detox and maybe more specifically like an electronic kind of detox just kind of uh, cutting back or getting rid of completely, you know, technology use, screen sucking, watching TV, um, doing work. I would maybe even categorize that, right? Like, obviously, this is going to be dependent on the person and, and whatever, it, you know, might be for that situation. But for me, this past, you know, couple weeks when we went to Greece, I did not carry like a phone plan into Europe with me, meaning I just kept my phone on airplane mode and only when I had Wi-Fi could I receive like iMessages or text messages and get like different notifications that I might normally get on my phone when, you know, you have internet 24-7 essentially. And I got to say, the last couple weeks was just one of the most enlightening and like pure experiences because one, I got to be in a beautiful part of the world, um, stay at some really cool places, eat some really good food, make some memories with some really cool people. And all in all, like it was somewhat of like a dream vacation that Katie and I got to take. And we're super grateful for that. But what I kind of noticed in the moment, but especially since I've been back home and getting back to my normal routine and sitting in front of a computer all day and looking at my phone again and doing more school you know, coursework and doing client check-ins is that one of the biggest things that I think was um, the thing that I appreciated most taking this trip and traveling for a period of time was me putting the technology away, specifically my phone, um, TV. I wasn't working a ton. I did like video check-ins. So I worked five to six hours, 
you know, uh, one of the weeks that I was there just sending video responses to all my clients, but I really didn't have any computer time. Um, uh, and all of those things together, I didn't realize how much time I spend looking at a fucking screen. And it wasn't until that was removed from me that I really got to appreciate like the moment first and foremost, but you know, what is constantly around us and, and how this technology somewhat is a distraction in certain cases. And again, you know, you have to work, you have to answer emails. Like there's a lot of stuff that we use technology for to, you know, make our daily lives go. Um, but a lot of the times, at least for most people, the times that you're spending on your phone and on these devices, let's be real. Like it's, it's, unproductive and it's a distraction from what you're actually supposed to be doing and the people that you're hanging out with and um, whatever the moment it is that you're living in like these phones and social media especially are just things that take us out of the moment and take us to a different place temporarily and people just have these dopamine hits over and over and over again looking at their phone just five ten twenty times an hour and it's, it was just incredible for me to, to see that unfold and to not have that happen when I was traveling and, and you know, um, gone here the last couple of weeks. So the detox that we are talking about today and the only detox that you will ever see me recommend is an electronic detox or a social media detox, whatever, you know, whatever might be more applicable to you. And this was somewhat... Um, it was just alarming to me because what I ended up doing is for those of you who don't know your phone, most people have an iPhone. If you don't have an iPhone, you're on your own. I'm not super sure how to, to navigate Samsung or Android phones or whatever else is out there. Um, but most phones, I would bet all of them nowadays, the smartphones uh, in your settings, there is a um, tab that you can look at your total screen time. I've, I've got to imagine all these devices keep track of that. And for a reference and as an example, my average screen time when I'm here in the States working a normal work week is around six and a half to seven hours just on my phone per day, which is fucking unbelievable. Um, and I've audited myself and I've, I've tried to cut back. I think that's come down a little bit too, because now I'm not consuming as much stuff on Instagram and social media, I'm more just like posting content and then running away and, and not getting into those death scrolls of, of just like mindlessly scrolling and looking at shit that isn't productive or relevant to whatever it is that I'm doing in the moment. Um, but alongside social media and all that, like looking at text messages um, making phone calls. Like I, I listen to like a ton of music too. Um, doing other things on the phone is definitely part of it, but my screen time is out of control and it was, at, it's always been out of control, but going on the trip and looking back, my screen time went down to like an hour and 10 minutes a day. I think I, I saw it at, which is just a crazy drop. Right. And in the time that I was looking at my phone when I was on my trip was one, when I was just responding back to text messages at the end of the day. And two, looking at like my fantasy football team and like changing my lineups for the day and, and, uh, making sure like everything was okay for the weekend or whatever it was, um, in the moment. And that's kind of the majority of what I spent my time doing on my phone this last week. Um, not, you know, uh, scrolling through Instagram a ton, uh, 
not consuming a bunch of, you know, uh, content on different social media sites, not like looking at emails and responding to, to things or deleting stuff, not looking at like dumb, like CNN or whatever notif- Apple notifications that you get on your phone randomly about stuff that just is, is a, again, it's just a distraction from what you're doing in the moment. And I found that like, going from that six and a half, seven hours a day to that hour a day, obviously you get a fuck ton of time back in your day, right? If you're actually um, using your phone, using your your screens for whatever work purposes or communication purposes that you might, you know, have that's pressing for your day, it's part of your to-do list, great. But there's a lot of people out there that have hours upon hours uh, added to their screen time for things that are not productive and that you know damn well are a distraction to everything else that you have going on in your life right now. And I just found it really fascinating, to me at least, to to really see how getting that much time back in my day made such a difference in terms of like who I was hanging out with and what I was doing and enjoying my food. Because if you realize or if you think about like all the times that you're looking at your phone, for most people, this is what the timeline of what looking at their phone looks like throughout the course of the day. You wake up in the morning, first thing you do, hit your alarm button or snooze button or whatever it is, and then you look at your notifications. Do you have any messages? What you know, emails do you have? What news updates do you have? What is Bleacher Report or Sports Center sending you? Um, what TMZ news article update are you getting? What Instagram notifications or Facebook notifications do you have? A lot of people spend the first 15 minutes of their day looking at their phone point blank right after they wake up. And I got to say, for a lot of people, it can really start your day off on the wrong foot, especially, you know, especially if, you know, you're looking at a work email first thing in the morning before you even get to work. Or maybe you're looking at, um, you know, your Instagram post and who commented or who liked it. And that's putting you in a negative headspace because you didn't get as many comments as you wanted, right? Or you didn't get as many likes as you thought you would. Or uh, maybe you got a, a negative comment or you didn't get any DMs or whatever the fuck it is. Like this is real shit like, that people deal with and people wrestle with and struggle with. And if you don't do that, I promise you that is more common than you think. People stressing about what their engagement looks like. What did their posts do? Um, also, even just comparing yourself or looking at other people and what they're doing to start your day. Um, maybe if you followed me, I only posted to my story like twice over the 15-day stretch that I was there. But you look at you know my Instagram story and you see me sitting on a rooftop deck at the Parthenon eating a bomb-ass dinner. It's like, of course, now your day is going to be you know uh, less... Um, interesting and and less exciting now that you're comparing to what I'm doing once every three years kind of thing. You know what I mean? So there's all these like temptations to just screen suck and to to immerse yourself into things that are going to put you in a negative headspace to start your day. And it's just incredible to me to see how many people actually do this because we're so tied to our phone and our technology. But most people start their day looking at their phone you know, getting rid of all their notifications, checking on things, whatever it might be. Then you maybe, whatever it is, you get to um, the shower, you 
make your breakfast or you get your food or you get your cup of coffee and whatever your day looks like, chances are you're looking at your phone a few more times before you even get in the car to go to work or before, you know, uh, you're an hour into your day, you've looked at your phone a few more times to see if there's any other notifications that popped up or you remembered something that you wanted to check on. And before you know it, it's like, and I think you can see that statistic on your screen time as well. It's like how many pickups of your phone do you have per day, which is incredible. And I don't know the average, but I bet it's a fuck ton. And um, most people within the first couple hours of their their waking day, um, they're just looking at their phone a ton, their screen sucking. Maybe they go to work and they start working, but they're also distracted and they're catching up on other things, right? Like if if the phone and the computer that you work on and the TV that you have and maybe your iPad or your, you know, whatever that you have devices, if they could all talk to each other and communicate like, hey, he spent or she spent this much time on the computer today and this much time on the phone today and this much time watching TV at the end of the night, like those numbers would be terrifying, right? Because a lot of people might have nine, 10, 11 hours of their day screen sucking, looking at a screen, Again, doing things that are not relevant or productive to whatever it is that is on their plate or whatever is pressing in their life at that moment. And again, going through the morning, you have lunch. A lot of people are looking at their phone while they're eating, eating distracted. You pick up your phone, you check a lot, like you get a lot of notifications through 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then before you know it, you're on your way home, you're listening to music and, you know, you're looking at your phone before you get in the car and go to work or before you start driving away and, and you leave your work parking lot and then you go home. And again, work doesn't have to be the only, you know, place you're going to and from here. Anything, right? Going grocery shopping, going, you know, uh, and running errands, going to get food or lunch or dinner. Like anytime you go and get your car, you do things. It's like, is my phone connected to the Bluetooth? Oh, you know, I saw this notification when I was like putting my song on and I'm going to look at that. And then before you know it, 30 seconds to a whole minute or more go by that you're just doing nothing. And fast forward to the end of the day. That's when, again, maybe you had a long day. Maybe you worked out early in the morning. Maybe you worked out right after work. You get home, you're tired, you eat some food, you're scrolling through social media or whatever it is, catching up on your, you know, Instagram feed at the end of the day while you're eating or cooking dinner with your partner. Then you're turning on the sports game or you're turning on the reality TV show or Netflix or, you know, your HBO Max subscription. And, and again, like you look at the totality of your day and how much, you know, of a percentage of that is looking at screens. And it's just, man, it's just, it just sucks. And it's just, uh, it's something that I realized that I don't do a super good job at managing. Um, not as good as a job as I like I've made strides and progressions. And to be honest, this is, uh, this is something that I work on with my clients as well of like, what's your screen time? What's your morning routine? Like what's your evening routine? Like how, you know, how early before bed are you plugging your phone in and putting it away for the night? Or are you just scrolling through social media right before you go to bed and online shopping and any other type of dopamine seeking behavior that you do on your phone? You know, how many times are you looking at your phone throughout the day? Like, what are you doing? And, and what is that taking away from if what you're doing on your phone isn't, isn't something that's absolutely necessary in the moment, which like 90% of it probably is, right? So looking back on this trip, it was like, damn, 
there's a lot of moments that I'll just pull out my phone mindlessly and just start staring at that motherfucker, looking at notifications, looking at DMs, responding to people, um, thinking about what content I'm in a post, like <laughs> checking out what st- statistics or what other, other things that are on my mind that are going to influence what I post later in the day. It's just, mind you, a lot of stuff that I might do on my phone right now could technically be classified as work-related, but the more exposure that you have looking at your phone, the more likely you are to be distracted at some of these things too, as you're constantly exposed to all these red dots and notifications all over your screen. So I, I'm trying to collect my thoughts here, but I, I want to circle back to this idea of like a social media detox or an electronic detox, which is what I didn't intentionally try and do going into the trip. But as I was day one, day two, day three, and I didn't have my phone on me, I realized how fucking nice and refreshing it was to not have that thing on my hip every second of the day or to not worry about if someone or something is going to be calling me or whatever thing I might be missing out by not looking at whatever feed on my social media accounts might, might be saying. And being able to do that and to feel that in the moment, it almost made what I was doing that day that much better. It made getting up and, you know, going for a walk in the morning or seeing some friends and going and getting breakfast that much more sweeter, right? You feel that human connection more when cell phones and and distractions aren't completely taking people's attention away from the person in front of you. I also noticed that being able to like not have a distraction when you eat, which again, a lot of people have, whether you're looking at emails or even reading a book or watching a YouTube video or watching TV, like when you're eating distracted, it's just, it can take away from kind of like your, your mind and your connection with the food that you're eating, the flavor profiles that you're tasting, your hunger and satiety cues, like when you stop and, and when you finish eating, um, some people might chew less or or have food go into their stomach that is only partially chewed because you're just inhaling your food because you're distracted and thinking about other things. Like when I didn't have my phone and I wasn't super distracted eating food, like you appreciate like the texture and the flavor and the food and, and the, um, the appearance of what you're eating. And of course, there's some confounding variables here, right? Like we probably ate out most meals. Breakfast is kind of included everywhere we went, but most of the time we were eating at these places that gave a fuck about presentation that had really good looking food, that had really fresh and good tasting food. So of course I noticed that a little bit more than, you know, my normal meal prep for the week for sure. But you start to realize that it's a lot easier to pay attention to detail and to chew more and, and, and to appreciate the food and the flavors that you're getting and to even stop when you're full, right? And being that much more in tune with what you're eating and how much you're eating at every single meal that you're having throughout the course of the day. So things like that, I noticed a lot quicker. Also things like who is surrounding me and what activity are we doing and giving my full attention and, um, really just the undivided attention into the people I was talking to, um, the activities that we were doing, whether we were at the pool or going to the beach or sitting out and hanging out by the restaurant or, you know, at the bar or sitting on our balconies and shooting the shit or throwing the football around. It's like, 
all of those things become more fun and more enjoyable and they almost seem like they last longer because you're getting more time enjoying those little individual moments because you're not constantly being distracted and you know influenced to look at other things because your phone is constantly bugging the shit out of you. So I, um, yeah, I could talk about all these little individual moments, but really the point I'm driving at is it's amazing when you have your phone attached to your hip and when you're constantly looking at it and when you're screen sucking for five, six, seven, eight plus hours a day, how much of your day you get back and how much you are able to appreciate the small things that often go unnoticed because everything just kind of bleeds together and you're constantly um, just having your attention directed in different places than whatever it is that's directly in front of you and whatever moment that you're currently sitting in. So the... The whole point of this podcast is to to kind of encourage you and to push more people to take a step back and really audit how much, you know, time you're spending on your phone throughout the day. I think the phone is the most relatable and the one that most people um, can start with, right? TVs as well, computers, iPads, fuck even like kindles or nooks like like are you looking at a screen too when you're reading books because all of these things somewhat have you know these blue light and um kind of just trigger this area in your brain that like hey i'm holding a piece of technology and and there's a lot of similarities between that and i think that looking at your screen time on your phone is a really good place to start to just appreciate how much or how little time you're spending on your phone and let's say you look and it's shockingly low it's like an hour a day hour and a half a day which i promise you it's not good for you like find a way to keep doing that talk to yourself and see what strategies you have in place that is keeping that screen time that low. Um, Cause chances are, man, your day is a lot more productive and maybe you share similar experiences with, with me on this trip where you're able to appreciate the scenery and what's going on around you and the conversations and, and connections that you're able to have in the moment with the people that you surround yourself with. Fuck, even with your dog or your pets or other things that are going on in your house, like it doesn't have to be human, human or you by yourself, but just appreciating the fact that like how much more time you get back throughout the course of your day um, compared to being on your phone a lot more and having those small little moments add up to such a big chunk of your day by the end of the night before you go to bed. Now, if your screen time is not low, it's not lower than what you thought it might be, which I'm guessing most people are going to fall into this category, is really ask yourself, and, and you could also look at the analytics and the data and, and the percentages of what you spend the most time doing on your phone. I guarantee you when you look at that thing, things like Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook, um, fucking LinkedIn, I don't know, whatever social media platforms that are out there, Twitter, X, whatever it is now, Threads, like all of these things are probably going to take up a huge chunk of your day. And we're talking an hour or two or more, which is dumb. And it's just something that I really encourage you to really cut back on. And what I like about the iPhone, at least I'm sure other phones and, and devices have this is your ability to add time limits to how long or how much time you spend on certain apps throughout the course of the day. And that might be a good start. It's like, hey, maybe I, I'm spending two and a half hours on Instagram a day instead of just going cold turkey and trying to spend 30 minutes a day on it. 
maybe you just set that timer for two hours, right? And that sounds like a lot. And when you see that on, on paper, on your screen, it, it should trigger kind of an alarming response. And I, I hope like an, an impetus to change that and to, and to make adjustments and to get more time back throughout your day. But maybe instead of going cold turkey, maybe you set that, that timer for two hours and you commit to that and you, and you actually abide by that. So when you see that notification, like, hey, your two-hour time limit for this app has, you know, come up today, close the app now or whatever it is, like you commit to that, you do that, and then you move on from it. And then you will start training your brain that like, hey, I only have a finite amount of time on this. So let's say you are, you know, a business owner, you're posting to social media, or you're consuming content, or maybe you're somebody who, um, analyzes this stuff for work, right? Or you're a consultant or you're somebody that like gives information to people and, and does recon on different accounts and stuff. Like maybe you're spending that time on the social media platforms or whatever it is more intentional and um, you're more productive because you know that you have a finite amount of time that you have allotted to looking at that for the day and setting a time that you know is realistic for you, right? If you're strictly just a consumer, backing that you know, time limit down to an hour and a half, an hour, maybe even less than that is going to be such an enlightening experience. And, and you're going to realize that it's going to kind of suck at first. And you're almost going to like maybe feel bored or weird or just like not know what to do because you're just conditioned into looking into thinking that way now. And, and even like your actions, like kind of like muscle memory, you feeling in your pocket is your phone there. You just lifting your hand into your pocket to pull it up and to check the time. Like all of that is just habit and muscle memory at this point. But just like it took to get you there, constant repetition and practice, whether you're intentionally practicing or not, most people aren't, you can unlearn that behavior and, and create different habits and routines around that as well. And it's going to start slowly. And I just, I don't want people to jump to the conclusion was like, I'm just going to turn my phone off all day and not look at anything. Because um, similar to food, like when you restrict yourself from something from something or you put it on a pedestal like the more you crave that the more you're going to want that that's why like cutting out all sugar all sweets all carbs like it might work for three days but you bet your ass when you go to your works halloween party you're fucking hammering all the the different types of appetizers or pizza or candy bars or whatever it is that you told yourself was off limits the same will apply to your social media consumption. You might just fall into a deep, dark hole, scrolling, flicking your fucking finger up, looking at all the random, you know, irrelevant shit on your social media feed, only to play the comparison game, only to compare, you know, what you have to what others have, comparing your body, comparing your finances, comparing your relationship, comparing um, what it is that you have or don't have. And again, putting yourself into a negative headspace, whether you know that or not, that's always happening at some level when you're just, you know, death scrolling a lot of these social media apps and being more intentional and just bringing awareness to that, that like, hey, that's not a super productive thing for me to do. And hence, this is where the word detox come in. It's like, how can we cut back on that? How can we take temporary periods of time away from Instagram? Like I know friends that have literally deleted the apps from their phones and that's worked for them pretty well and and they'll have periods of time where they'll go back and have a week or two and there's different times of the month where they're deleted and that's worked for them great find what works for you 
whether that's setting an app limit, whether it's creating a different morning routine that takes you away from looking at your, you know, your phone first thing in the morning when you wake up, like there's a lot of different habits and ways that you could change to just slowly start to cut back on how much technology and how much screen sucking that you're doing throughout the course of the day. So that would be my recommendation as a starting point. And I'm hammering home the social media post kind of um, point here because a lot of time that's what most people struggle with. That's what most people are looking at when they're looking at their phone, that the news, um, any like news articles or um, I say emails, like whether it's work or personal related, sure. Um, also even just like shopping and, and scrolling through Amazon, it's fucking prime day, whatever that is right now, right? And so it's, there's just all these temptations on your phones and, and when you can slowly recognize how much that is actually a burden in your life instead of a um, kind of a benefit, you start to to really start making decisions that are mo- more pro you, more pro health. And, and when I say that, it's like when you take away those things or when you're saying no to that, you're saying yes to other things. You know, you're, you're able to put more time and effort and attention into whatever tasks or your work and, and your relationships or on the golf course or, um, you know, hanging out and going to the gym. Like it, it, it's just amazing to see how much you can live in the moment when you don't have these thing, these things constantly just directing your, your eyes towards something else. So this whole uh, detox episode is again, inspired somewhat by my trip that I had and then just being immersed into the work kind of environment and everything else that I was normally doing. I'm proud of myself though. My screen time hasn't gotten above like I think five hours a day here uh, over the last week or so since we've been home. I think we've been home exactly uh, probably five days now and yeah, just not letting it go above that six or seven mark like it was, right? Which is also an incremental improvement from when it was eight at one point or nine, right? I, I don't have all the data on it, but I bet your ass it was there at one point when I wasn't super mindful about this. So long story short here, I just, I really encourage you to to audit what you're doing on your phone. Really be honest with yourself. Uh, have the conversation of like, is what I'm doing on my phone productive or is it not productive? And if it's not productive and when you're honest with yourself, how can I take measures to reduce that or maybe completely eliminate it eventually if it is not something that, you know, is complementing what your purpose is right now or, or what your, you know, day-to-day tasks are. So I, I really encourage you to, to just be more vigilant about that and create awareness around it because that's the only thing that's going to allow you to make a change from that. And I promise you, and I've had multiple people, multiple clients, myself included, people I talk to, like nobody cuts back on their social media consumption or cuts back on their technology consumption and is like, oh, I miss that, you know, or my life was way better when I was looking at my phone four more hours a day. Like nobody in their fucking right mind has ever said that. And I promise you, you will feel the exact same way, but it has to start with you just understanding what you're doing, how much you're doing of it, what you need to replace or cut back on that in order to continue to, to do things that are more better serving you. Um, again, instead of taking your attention away from whatever it is that you're doing, I've said that like a hundred times on this, on this episode, taking your attention away, but that's really what it's doing. 
Um, and when you give into those small little impulses over and over and over again, I mean, again, you're just conditioning your brain into thinking that like, Hey, checking this notification or clearing this inbox or, um, looking at what somebody said to me on Instagram, like you are telling yourself, you're training your brain that that is more important than talking with the person in front of you or with doing whatever work task that is on your plate right now, or, you know, um, hanging out and connecting with your dog or whatever it might be like all of those small little moments over time. And it's been happening for years now, ever since you've got your first iPhone or your smartphone or your Blackberry back in the day, like this has been years and years and years in the making. And right now you're probably at a spot that isn't ideal, but that's okay. Cause we can take incremental steps to get back to a place where, Hey, maybe you're using it for, um, purpose more than pleasure, you know, more often than not. And then you're able to sprinkle in that pleasure every, every once in a while when it seems fit instead of just doing it all the time and conditioning your brain into wanting that more and more. So I, um, yeah, I just wanted to, to kind of share an observation that I had share something that I really appreciated in the moment, but now even more so that I've been fully immersed back into my job and, and creating content and making a podcast today and doing everything. It's like seven o'clock. I'm looking directly at my computer right now. Right. So, um, again, there's all these things that, you know, you're not going to be able to help sometimes. And, and there's a time and place for using the technology and doing work and all this stuff. But I just really want you to appreciate that you probably don't need as much technology in your life as what you're consuming or using it for right now. And this is my pitch to you to periodically detox or cleanse yourself, like whatever buzz your words you want to hear or use here, just to periodically take time, intentional time away from social media, cutting back on that over time and, and really just reprioritizing like what you're fucking doing throughout the course of the day. And I promise you, you're going to probably deepen your relationships because your partner isn't going to be looking at you, looking at fucking sports highlights come dinner time when both of you haven't seen each other all day, right? And hold your partner accountable too, right? Like force them to listen to this podcast episode or call them out on their shit when they're pulling their phone out when you know damn well, oh, she's pulling her phone out. I'm going to pull my phone out because, you know, there's nothing to talk about or whatever it is. Like call that person out, right? Like you're doing them a um, an act of service by doing that. And you're doing a disservice really if you're just letting that bullshit fly all the time. So you can't be the only one in your life that changes these things because you'll start to realize that everybody around you does this shit at a level that you used to. So bringing them, you know, up, a higher level or bringing them to a place where they're using it less is, is a kind of a cool victory that you can start to like influence other people around you as well. So, but it has to start with you first and it has to start with you consciously making the effort and awareness around what you're doing so you can change what you do and then change, you know, your, you know, direct house and uh, friend group and, and social circle or business culture and around what we use our technology for and when, and, I, um, yeah, I just, I think that when you're not looking at all these screens, again, you're going to have more meaningful conversations with your partner or even just catching up and, and just having more shared time together, which is great. You'll have more time with the pets and the animals. Maybe you go on more walks, like whatever it is you do to fill that time in. Um, chances are you might be more productive at your work and uh, getting stuff done sooner. So you're not like 
rushing to, to finish your work by 5.30 p.m. when you could have been done by four, but you've been wasting fucking time for an hour and a half looking at other shit or not being productive on what you were supposed to be doing. Um, the list goes on. You get my point here, but I really encourage you to take a step back cleanse the fuck out of your social media feed meaning like maybe you go through and unfollow people that aren't serving you like old high school classmates that don't have jobs now that just travel the world and fucking post bikini pictures every other month posting where they're at and they're you know in the world it's like maybe you unfollow people like that who you don't talk to and you know damn well they really aren't your friends anymore but you seeing that is like making you feel like your life is, you know, uh, less great now because you're comparing yourself to that, right? Like cleanse the social media accounts and the content that you're consuming online. And so when you are spending time and you're looking at social media, you're not seeing all the bullshit, right? And, and you're not stuck in this headspace of always wanting more, always thinking what you have right now is not enough because chances are the life that you're fucking living is something that somebody would fucking kill for. And I promise you that. And once you kind of appreciate that, it's like you take the comparison out of it. You start having just a little bit more gratitude for what you have and, and what you have access to and, and the resources that you have and, you know, the, the home that you have, like all these different things, like you, you start to just live a happier and healthier life right now, instead of waiting till one day, to think that you getting a new car or in a different neighborhood or um, taking a you know two week look two week trip long to Greece kind of thing you know um, just throwing shade at what I just did here the last couple of weeks but like you don't need those things to be super happy um, you have the capacity to create happiness and in a better life with what you have right now and um, yeah chances are some of these devices and these things are just taking your attention away from that and. Uh, and just not being a tool that is useful for you that you can clean up and start to make it more productive for you. Make it a tool that is enhancing your, enhancing your life instead of taking away from it. So I digress. Moral of the story, put the fucking phone away. Set it app limits on the apps that you spend a shit ton of time on that's not work related. And really be intentional with what and how much you consume on your phone, what you look at, how much TV you watch at the end of the night, um, what you're consuming from like a news standpoint or uh, a notification sports update standpoint or what Taylor Swift is doing and who she's dating, like all this bullshit that you know damn well has no place in your life that is adding no value to you um, and replace that with stuff that you actually, you know, need and want and, and give a shit about. And I guarantee you that you are going to be getting maybe hours of your time back throughout the day, which if you looked at over the span of a week, over the span of a month, over the span of the year, we're talking about days and weeks that you're getting back by not spending time looking at your fucking phone, screen sucking and doing that for multiple hours a day. Okay. So Detox the shit out of your technology and uh, don't detox anything else, okay? We're not sitting here promoting coffee enemas or a supplement stack that promises to, to detox your liver and your kidneys or, uh, you know, to decrease the acidity in your blood or 
you know, a juice cleanse or, you know, detox teas and all this other bullshit that you'll see related to nutrition that tags the word detox onto it. And that is the ultimate marketing strategy and really do the only detox that will ever be productive for you, which is just taking a step back from how much, how much technology, how much content you're consuming online. And you will be a better person because of that. And I promise you, your future self will thank you for that. So be honest, do your thing and just take small steps to, to dig yourself out of this fat fucking hole that you've been in with your social media and all the stuff that you consume on all your devices at home. And man, if we finish what it's October right now, whenever you listen to this, if you give the next week, the next month, like that will continue to carry over into the next month, into the, into the next year. And yeah, you'll just be, you'll just be damn happy with uh, how much progress you make, not consuming stuff and, and not doing things that uh, are unproductive all the time. So I will end this podcast episode here. I appreciate you listening. If you made it all the way through, I feel like I just kind of said the same thing over and over again in a different way, but I just, I can't hammer this point home hard enough. And, um, I hope you take it to heart and I hope you act on it. I know I did and I will continue doing so. And this, uh, this last trip was a good reminder for me to continue making that a priority in my life right now. So until next time, remember to eat with a purpose, train with intention and think with confidence as you work towards your own nutrition and fitness goals. Again, I appreciate you as always. I'll see you on, on the next episode. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you again for listening to this episode. If you found value and enjoyed it, it would mean the world to me if you posted a screenshot to your social media. If you do, make sure you tag me so I can say thanks. Or if you're on iTunes, scrolling down and leaving a five-star review would be much appreciated. And if you ever want to get in touch with me, you can always find me on Instagram at LukeSmithRD. Thanks again for tuning in, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I'll see you on the next episode.